All right, welcome to Aaron Calling, a podcast with two guys named Aaron calling each other to talk about <laughs> the ridiculous <laughs> amount of records they bought. Hi, long-time listener, first-time <laughs> caller. So have you seen all these memes lately about how everyone feels like January is taking forever? <laughs> like it's like no. the longest month. But it, It's actually that, pretty great. Yeah, now that you say that, it, it does seem to be taking a while. It really does. <laughs> and... Uh, and it occurred to me today, like, I was like, well, we've only recorded twice in January, but it feels like it's <laughs> somehow February. Right. So now we're, uh, the other day I, I swore we were squarely in the middle of February. No, it's what I'm saying. To this, no. I thought this coming Friday was the, uh, wait, no, I thought it was like the 7th. Because <laughs> yeah. I have to get my wisdom teeth out, like, on the 7th. Oh, and I was like, oh, no. man, here oh. it comes. And then I was like, oh, oh wait, it's only the 1st. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's no fun even when I was a much younger man and had mine out. So, yeah. Imagine now. What are now. you going to do? What yeah. are you going to do? I know, yeah. but to flip-flop that, you have a, a two-year-old now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know how you guys have young kids at this age. I'll just lose a few teeth. I'm all right with that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so uh, I think today we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do two things. We're gonna zip through um, some of the stuff we bought, and um, and then also we're going to go through albums that will be turning 25 years old in 2020. Oh, I just had a little shiver. Ooh. And I know, especially as we go through this list, you'll feel really. <laughs> shiverish fluish if you will (laughs) and uh which of these um should uh maybe get the deluxe um reissue treatment um now that we're in 25 either i i'm trying to figure out if we should do do we think they should or do we expect it to i i don't know we guess we could go both ways on those as we get there so yeah i i have a feeling from uh, what I remember, I don't have the list in front of me, so I'm going blind here. But I love it. From from what I remember of the list that you sent, uh, it'll be pretty pretty easy to figure out which ones probably will and won't, and yep, all that. So yeah, we'll get there. Good. All right. Well, uh, let's let's start with the stuff we bought. I think we're gonna do five records each, right? That sounds good. Okay, you you go first. Okay, I'd like to uh, title this this list the "What Were You Thinking?" list, <laughs> at least partially. Partially, it's like it's uh it's really good and great. The other ones, you're gonna be like, "What have you done?" Um, so first, I'll just dive right in here. Um, I bought a copy from 1982 of <laughs> After the Fire. Do you know who After the Fire is? Is that a that's a group? Yes. Oh, no. Which is great that you said that. <laughs> you know the song Der Commissar? Oh yeah. Yes. So I have this as I do with certain singles. I have this ridiculous fascination with that song. Like okay. I really love it. Like it and I I had no no thought that uh, the rest of the record would be good. It's really not that great at all. Um, but that's well, song, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that song is on there, and it's really good. It's a cover, of course. Falco uh, did it in German originally. These guys did it, I guess, because apparently they were like, I, I had to look them up. Apparently they were like a Christian band, okay. which I did, also did not know, um, from the UK. And... I guess they had put out a couple of records that like, you know, maybe piqued somebody's interest, but no big thing. And this was kind of the record company being like, yeah, you guys need something to like do something. And so they tagged their cover of Der Commissar on to the, basically it's the next to last song on the record, yeah. which tells you all you need to know. Um, but yeah, the copy is like one of the cleanest records uh, that I have found used. And it sounds, I don't know what they did, mastering, mixing, what magic happened when they pressed this, but it sounds so big. Like, it's crazy. Anyways, 
I won't try and sell you on like you should go buy all the after the fire records because you should not. Um, but I really like that song and now I have it. <laughs> That's amazing. After the fire though does sound like a Christian band. Absolutely. Once you know that you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> I found a uh slight deviation here. I found a uh uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but if, at this estate sale, it's called the Pat Terry Group, and it's on Murr. So like, like M Y R R H records or whatever. Oh yeah. I was like, well, this looks weird, like so seventies. And I looked it up, and like, yeah, it sells pretty well, but it's like some kind of weird, like Christian early rock record or whatever. So I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, oh, I'm yeah. gonna subtitle all of mine the Barnes and Noble fifty percent off sale. Ooh. Yes. So New Year's Eve, we were out and about and uh, doing a little bit of shopping, and we snuck into Barnes and Noble, which um, I don't know. I usually just like to zip around through there. Well, yep. I went over in their music section, and there was a whole everything of this huge fifty percent off stickers, and I was like, "Whoa, I gotta look," you know. Yeah. So just started at this one section. I actually first thought it was because I don't. You you probably haven't been. Have you been in a Barnes and Noble lately? Uh, I mean, not like super lately, but within the last probably six eight months, yes. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. It's like right, their music section is like there's like pat they like fill it up with like DVDs and movies and music right. and records and CDs or whatever. But then you'll go in there and it feels like it's just been decimated. So yes. at first I was like, oh man everything's 50 percent off but it wasn't it was just like a couple sections and a lot of it was why did you even press this do you know what i mean right. like, just <laughs> because vinyl's hot doesn't mean everything needs to be re- re- reissued or released but i did find some great stuff in there so i bought five records there that actually i bought six records five were 50 percent off and the sixth wasn't but um the first one that i will tell you about was Mavis Staples, If All mm. I Was, was Black, which was yep. the 2017 release that came out on Anti and uh, produced by Jeff Tweedy. Yep. And um, he did a couple for records. And so um, I was just really interested in picking that up. The I'm going to I think I paid eight dollars like brand new for it. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, eight or nine max. Um, yes. And it's just, uh, it's a really great record. If you haven't, I, so I'll try not to go too long. I read yep. about Jeff Tweedy's working with her in, um, um, is it Tape Op magazine? They did a whole yep. special on Jeff and the studio and everything. And so they were talking about the work that he did with Mavis. And so that made me go back and listen to those. And I think it's I think he did this one and maybe um, living on a high note, maybe I'm I'm winging it here. I'm winging it here. But um, anyway, uh, the production on it sounds great. It's just it's very like vocally um, focused and great instrumentation. If you like Wilco and you like Mavis Staples, it's kind of a no brainer. So was that a uh, how did how did they hook up? Did it mention that in the tape op thing? Yeah, and I believe it was sort of just a uh, um, like a manager's suggestion kind of uh, thing. Like two nice. managers got together and made it happen. Also, awesome. um, Spencer Tweedy, Jeff's son, plays drums on there. So, yep. um, yeah, great record. Worth worth checking out for anyone that obviously likes um, you know staple singers, but um, but Mavis as well. So yes. great stuff. Uh, well, all right. Continuing down my road of what have you done now? Uh, I got a great, amazing, yet another, like, really loud, like, full-sounding copy of... (laughs) I'm trying to sell this really good. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Adams... Cuts like a knife, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna make fun of you on this one. I have my moments where sometimes I just need that uh, Brian Adams Essentials playlist on right. the old streaming services. Um, so I could really give two poots about the rest <laughs> of Brian Adams 
catalog. I'll be completely honest. Maybe really? reckless. Maybe reckless. <laughs> maybe. But what about the Robin Hood song? Was it Robin get Hood out or here. Three Musketeers? Yeah, it was Robin Hood. <laughs> Everything I do. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> this. Uh. So this just has a special place in my young man, child heart that's still in there somewhere um because it contains well the title track cuts like a knife which i don't know why i just i really love that song no 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 and all and it and the song right before it is straight from the heart oh yeah first like big power ballad yeah which is not on the level of like heaven which came on reckless yeah. which is right after or like yeah. it's not you know sure you got run to you on that and all that yeah. but there's something about that record that i've always been like partial to um found this for cheap both this and the at, at, after the fire were like super cheap um but they're both like crazy clean like look like probably somebody owned them for the same reason i now own them which is like one or two songs and yeah. uh, they uh, even the Brian Adams is like huge sounding. It was like I was like, "What is going on?" I like I like had to check all of the settings to make sure that like Ozzy hadn't like turned up everything or something. <laughs> I was like, "What is going? Why are these so loud?" Um, so yeah, it's really good. Cuts like a knife sounds great. On Super now, Bowl. did you did you see him with us in Nashville that time? Um, that I did free not. downtown concert like on the I river. I did not. I did you not. didn't miss much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this go. was 2000. No, this was 96 or 7. I mean, it was such a like weird I, year. Yeah, I feel like I maybe had just left for D.C. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. maybe just had. Yeah. Because yeah. I know we talked about it. But, like, <laughs> yeah. so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> you know um, what I thought about the other day? Sorry, deviation. No, what? what? Was going to... Uh, watch leonard skinner the movie yeah instead of super chunk oh there was a choice we made there yes because it was uh big's birthday uh and he wanted to go see it they were playing the thing at municipal auditorium and we yeah like, no we yeah, went we we'll all had go. free tickets and yeah yeah wow i forgot that super chunk played that night wow that makes sense super chunks yeah and i was like i was like it would have been my first time <laughs> That's uh, that's good because the well that probably would have been much better when they came back they came back and Emily and I went and saw them and they were kind of awful even Mac was like we're sorry halfway through <laughs> uh, and then it got better but um, the last time I saw them at Mercy Lounge they were great but um, yeah yeah oh wow I forgot about that that's fine I don't I do not, I will never forget going to see a movie about Leonard Skinner remember they had the coach there that supposedly oh. they were named after and he got up yes. it was so burned out and that crowd was. <laughs> Oh man, that was painful. Uh, yep. Sorry. Uh, no, go. no, that's good. Good. Um, okay, so back another record I got fifty percent off um, was I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do next. Mm. About a little jazzy. Uh, Bill Frisell and Thomas Oof. Morgan's Small Town on ECM Records. Yes. So it came out in 2017. Double LP. Did. 180 gram it's a live concert which is mm -hmm. great and it's just bill playing electric guitar and uh thomas playing stand-up bass yep. and you would think that you'd be missing a lot in there but nope. it actually works really really well i was playing it and emily was like wow this is really chill i was like yeah yeah so um i just love bill frizzell and when i saw that i what's funny is i'd almost bought it when it was announced, I was like, ah, oh, but I just decided not to for some reason. So to find right. a half off um, brand new was, I was very, very, very excited. So I have seen Mr. Frizzell now, I think three or four times. And yep. I saw him once long ago in Nashville at like exit in. I swear there was like 20 people there. It was yeah, I'm sure. It was just sure. something stupid. He had like Allison Krause's brother Victor was playing bass yeah. and uh, Kenny Wallace was playing drums. Uh, then they came. He came here with uh, Charles Lloyd and the Marvels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and played this Duke concert here. And then Stacy and I went and saw him at the Village Vanguard 
in New York. Nice. We were there getting married, actually. That's, right. That's a <laughs> and, good wedding uh, gift. He was playing with Mr. Morgan. Oh, nice. And a drummer. But okay. it was like right around that time. So there's a lot of that. Yeah. Like they had a couple of moments where the drummer just kind of slid off and they did their yeah. thing. Yeah. It was really good. It's, it's a really great record. Yeah. Um, okay. So now the second half of this or second part of this will be the Sub-genre. not so. Yeah. The not so forward. What have you done? Portion of the program. No, no um, more Brian Adams. <laughs> no more Brian Adams. No more after the fire. Uh, I finally got my hands on a copy of uh, music from Big Pink. Good. The band. Um, there's not really. I think I've said probably all I ever need to say about this <laughs> in previous episodes. Like I think this is one of those records that um, is a classic for many reasons. Uh, my personal favorite of the band's recorded output uh got it for some it wasn't that much money honestly i can't remember i think it was like maybe 12 13 bucks that's great um and it is really nice and clean uh sounds great i played it the other night ozzy was totally into it um it's great which was great he's like i like this (laughs) um (laughs) I was like, this song? He's like, I like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, psyched to have it. And then right after that, uh, went searching because I was like, now I've got to get basement tapes. Yeah. And then I found it for like 14 bucks, which is great. So great. that's on the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Basement tapes because it's like double, like a double LP with just a bunch of like anywhere from four minutes to like minute and a half songs. It's like a, it's right. it's it's something to digest, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I stumbled across my copy of Big Pink. Um, I think yesterday when kind of going through some stuff and yeah, and and thought of yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the first when I kind of got back into buying a bunch of stuff. Um, I found a copy in Alabama of all places for like ten bucks, I think. And yeah, it's right. great, great. Yeah, it's one of those moments when you find like when I found it, I was like, no way, <laughs> you know, like right. This is actually in a store. I don't know why. I just right. Sort of like, why do people it. have this? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Why did somebody ever sell this? But yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Back. Uh. Another fifty percent off. Brand new record. Uh. Uh. Mogwai. Every country sun. So this oh. was. Their most recent one, I think, that came out yep. in 2017. And by I mean, I mean, I think because you know they always have those like weird rando things that come out, like yep. soundtracks, or they're always throwing out some weird stuff. But I think yep. this was the last proper release. Um, it's another double LP, 180 gram. I mean, I think I paid like a, like I said, eight to ten bucks again on this one. It's awesome. And there is a song on here. Uh, I think it's Party in the Dark that I've been really I've been wanting to pick this up um, for forever, but um, I just have never done it because I don't know. I just didn't get around to ordering it. So I was super excited to to buy this and always a good good Mogwai has the best song titles. So this is always a good refresher. (laughs) Yep. Here's another sampling. (laughs) Track one is Coolverine. there's another one called 1000 Foot Face. Yep. Um, don't believe the fife. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Battered at a scramble. <laughs> oh. They always have like the best uh, the best names. But yes, I was really excited to find that one because, like I said, I meant to buy it when it came out and just didn't. So I right. was like, whoa, a Mogwai record half off. No, no brainer. So good stuff. Right. Um, I can rope my last two. They're the same artist, so I can rope them all into one. Uh, Miss Roberta Flack. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got your favorite album cover, uh, Roberta Flack, Quiet Fire. Yeah, the Moses song, the first track on that, is so good. It kind of, it's almost too good as a first first song. I know. Uh, You're almost like, because you never kind of get back into that. Because a lot right. of her stuff goes like from kind of like funky to like ballad, and then the rest yeah. of that album's kind of ballady, and you're like, bring it back, but right. it's still still worth it. I'm I'm dying to find a copy of that soon. Uh, Jealous. 
Yeah, I found that one at found both of these at uh, Carolina Soul. They have been Great. killing the game they have. They lately have. <laughs> in more ways than one. Um, and then I also got uh, Roberta Flack's self-titled. Uh, it is from 78. So Quiet Fire is from 71. This is from 78. Oh, is that and the one has... where she's sitting at the piano? Uh, no, no, that's, that's Killing Me first... Softly. No, I think, yeah. Oh, Right, first right, take right. the I other piano one. one yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um this one has uh what's the name of that song Ooh, if ever i see you again is on yeah. uh the self-title which is kind of the uh probably the pinnacle of her like success minus anything she did as a duet either with donny hathaway or someone else um the thing that's like amazing is to like listen to these and like realize that in her time she was like only moderately successful. Yeah. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's like when you hear it, you're like, how how was that voice not a voice that like got to people on that level that like an Aretha did or yeah. You know, it's like she she was a killer, but uh, it kind of took, you know, years and years and years before people were like, wow, Roberta Flack was really bad. Yeah. Bad mamma jamma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, those are ridiculous. Uh, Quiet Fire, especially um, the self-titled is like it's as it sh- probably should be because it's 78. It's starting to get into that like there's some like slightly cheesy production elements in there where you're like, you could have probably not done that. And this maybe would have sold more, but also it has her most famous song on it. So except for, you know, killing me softly, but yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, let's see my, let's see the last two that I got at the, um, for half off at Barnes and Noble. So, Mm -hmm. One of these I haven't even listened to yet, but it's um, it's based, it's the replacements live at Maxwell's record. Oh yeah, from '86. Uh, yep. I, mean, I have like just I kind of put it on the shelf and haven't had a chance to go through it yet. But I also imagine it's going to be very loud and uh, yes, it <laughs> and is <laughs> and obnoxious. So I haven't uh, usually uh, doesn't get to blare that except for maybe on the weekends. I kind of keep forgetting to pull it out on the weekends, but. Yeah, uh, like fifty percent off. So I think that one was like twelve dollars. So uh, I, Man. you know, it's one of those that I thought about buying when it first came out, and I was like, I don't know. And then, uh, you know, never got around to it. And then, sure enough, picked it up for that one. And then the kind of no brainer for me, at least, was Tom Petty's Highway Companion. Yes, um, I was so two, mad at you for this. The, the two LP, fifty <laughs> percent off. Like, what Ugh. are you kidding? Like, how did nobody buy? How had nobody bought that record? But right, uh, it's sort of the. I guess the. Uh, when did that record come out? I don't remember. It's his kind of like comeback solo record with the, with the spaceship on the front. Yep. Um, it came out in two thousand and. Six. I'm looking at the discogs here, and it. Hold on. The discogs has like, yeah, 2006. You're right. Because that's when we he put that out, and that's when we all went and saw him. Oh, like Starwood or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and because he was kind of making up for, I guess the time before that he had come through and it had not been that great like yeah that whole tour had been a little wonky and i think everybody found out later it's probably because he was on various substances gotcha. uh at the time but um the show was killer but it was on the back of that record which was not a rock and roll quote-unquote record it's more yeah. like introspective but like his i think jeff lynn did that record too right with him oh you may be right yeah probably and and it did also didn't sound like a jeff lynn tom petty record it sounded like i don't know it was it's one of my favorites yeah jeff lynn plays bass rhythm guitar and backing vocals yeah it's really good it's a really good record yeah i was yeah and he produced it uh yeah very very much he co-produced it with uh 
Mike, uh, Mike Campbell, and some guy named Tom Petty. Um, yeah. Who's very, that very great. I mean, honestly, like when the, when she rang it up, it was like eleven dollars something with tax, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. <laughs> and I put things back, by the way. Like I, I had picked up a couple of like Beck records, and I'm kind of bummed now I didn't get them. But um, right, but so. I actually got one more in that stack. Yep. Um, I, I did end up getting the live and loud Nirvana yeah. record. Um, and yeah. so that was one, two, three, four, five. So that's six records. I remember, I remember the bill. I think it was uh, just over a hundred bucks for all these brand new <laughs> for six of those. Now the Nirvana live and loud wasn't, uh, was not um, half off, but, yeah. Um, but I went and picked it up anyway. And it's so funny, man. Like I started just seeing all the like vinyl nerds, like Facebook groups and YouTubers and all that stuff, just freaking out once they started realizing that the sale was going on. Yeah. And everybody running out and picking stuff up. So uh, it, it was, uh, you know, it's 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 fun to find stuff on sale like that, especially brand new. You just don't right. see that very much very often. So I was happy. I really want to find digressing a little bit because of the replacements thing yeah. that you got that uh it kills me that it's like 80 bucks or whatever but that dead man's pop uh box that they have yeah. which is yeah. like the original way that don't tell a soul was supposed to oh sell, right whatever. yeah yeah which i love that record like that was my like intro to replacements yeah, World, yeah. don't tell a soul and i'm just like man every time i go into like Bull City, they have it. I'm like, oi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are so pretty, but you are so much money. I know. I know. For like uh, literally one record. <laughs> it's not like you're getting like their entire discography. You're getting like a record and a CD. But I know, right? I know. Whatever. I mean, I guess I it's two records or whatever, but whatever. So um, I've picked up plenty of other things, but I think it's fair to just uh, leave that where it is for now. But <laughs> yes. um, just wrap it I up have... on the Barnes and Noble. I don't ever really buy records there, so I was surprised that I ended up buying those. But right. like I said, at fifty percent off, was, it was kind of a no. But in fact, I told a guy at work, and he drove down that a, sat- a couple Saturdays after, and they still had it up. And he, wow. yeah, he was like, I dropped a hundred bucks easy. I was like, yeah, but like you end up getting so much stuff, which he was totally excited about. So, yeah, I've been meaning to go. There's one still, there's actually, there's two kind of equidistant from us that I've been meaning to go and just check out. Cause since you told me about that around the holiday, I was like, yeah, I should go there and just like, see yeah. like what they have. Cause I know that one of them stocks more vinyl than the other. So, yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. so let's jump into our uh, – we, we, you and I are officially at the age where uh, albums are being reissued just based on anniversary dates. <laughs> That's rough. It's rough. And uh, so um, I, I kind of – at the beginning of the year, I think when I was at home over the holidays, um, one of those kind of like not doing anything days um, – kind of pulled together like a list of what the albums would be from um, yep. that would turn 25 in 2020. And, <laughs> um, and you know, these are all going to kind of be in a certain vein. So it's obviously not super popular stuff, but so these are albums that would be interesting to get a reissue. And this is tricky because we're going to, some of these will have definitely been, how would you put it? They're definitely available, so they've been, yeah. as you would, you could say, reissued. But um, I think in those instances, we, like we can say, like yeah, it's but like we're the deluxe reissues. That sounds fair. Yes, you like that plan? Yeah, because I think they're okay. more like it's more like a repress than a reissue. Yeah. So, okay, we'll just start with this one because this is a perfect example of what yep. I'm saying. So, the self-titled debut Foo Fighters record. Like, you can buy that now. Yes. Right. Does it need, like, a deluxe reissue? Uh, I don't know. I think it would be fun, and only because I remember being boffo over Foo Fighters when 
I saw them the first time yep. when that record came out. Yeah. Um, when they were on tour with Watt and the whole thing, like it would be fun to have a deluxe deal only if you could get, you know, all the like, cause they were still putting out singles in a fun way. Yeah. I should say he was really, Dave Grohl was putting out, still doing the singles thing. So like there's all the other stuff that he recorded for that record that yep. didn't go on it that are really good songs that they were playing live or whatever, but you only got, if you got like the big me single or you got the whatever maxi single, you know, yep. CD thing, like it'd be fun to have all that collected. Yep. And there were a bunch of really fun, like bootleg CDs around that time, which I think, but they're yeah, putting up that like could... archive thing now. On the oh, stream. they are. Yeah. They're doing like a live archive, like streaming gotcha. deal. So, gotcha. but it'd be fun to have all those other, the other tracks yep i agree with that but um i don't know that it's necessary that's just for yeah. the fanboy i mean, mean i i saw a, fr- <laughs> a friend of mine has like the you know like the og 90s press and like once you yeah. see that you're kind of like eh, that's all, all all i really need you know what i mean right now right afford that but right um okay here's another good one and i know you'll gush on this one for quite some time but pj harvey's to bring you my love Yep, gotta have I mean, it. We we've I think we've done a whole thing about PJ Harvey needing to reissue her records. Everything. All of and it. I believe it will happen soon, and it will come in like a a gush. I think. Yeah, I still think she's just waiting to get access to like her masters, and then she'll start doing it. Uh, yeah, I think that one needs properly, yes, like a, a at least split it out across two records. Well, I'm gonna argue that if she gets a a hand on you know like i said like if she can get her masters and she can do it i think everyone i don't, I don't think she'll ever just have like a lame kind of regular you know like reissue i think it'll just right. like i think it'll always get a really great you know she's such a visual artist as well i think there would always sure. be great stuff to put along with it like it'd be fun you know it's one of those times where i'd be, I'd be totally okay with it coming out with like different artwork and the yeah. whole thing like i'd be yeah. i'd be like yep sure whatever you want to give me i'll take because those records are great because i need it i need it i need it in my life so here's one that i think would be fun um pulp's different class ah i am a novice pulp person i wouldn't even say Uh, a fan because i just have never i have never dove in to the that one has the big the big hits on it Um, right is that beautiful people or whatever? Is that one on there? Yep. What's, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I may be saying that wrong, but um, I too am not a uh, in-depth pulp fan. But when um, when streaming kind of came around, that was one of the bands I kind of, you know, was like, oh, I've never really spent much time with pulp. Right. So I think that would be a fun one to have some stuff out. Is that a is that a a deluxe worthy guy? Uh, I yeah, I don't. This is I actually don't know enough about the band to know like. Right, you know. <laughs> right. Like, do they have extra stuff? I don't know. I'm sure they probably do. Uh, here's one that probably does. Radiohead's The Bends. Oof. I bought. So I bought the reissue. The new, the current reissue of this, yeah. uh, which sounds tremendous. Yeah. Um, but does not have like okay computer got the like three disc like yeah. ridiculous treatment which is also really good um the bins i think is a double probably Maybe? i think it is but it would be fun to have there's still some songs that you know they did they didn't not giving it the full treatment they uh had to leave off yeah and it's a good record i'm a sucker for that record i just you know, everyone's like so insane about what they do now, and I think that's great. But that record just has good songs on it in general. So right, it's a different. They were a different beast. They were point, for sure. So here's one that I think would be fun to get a deluxe reissue, only just to talk about its importance and yep, you know, to talk about the band. But I know it won't just because of who they are. But uh, Fugazi's Red Medicine turns 25. Oof. That makes, that, me, that makes so me feel much. so old. 
that was i mean that was my fugazi experience was seeing them twice yep. two nights in a row in atlanta like on that tour like so bam, bam. on that tour yeah. yeah and it was i saw them in 99 so i would have seen them a few years later yeah it was i mean it was mind altering for sure yep. um yeah i mean i would love to know you know everything the the record for me that I would, and I will always say this, and they will never do this because of the history. The the record before and on the Kill Taker, yeah, is maybe possibly even more my favorite. But it's my even favorite. Be, even beyond that, they recorded a version of that with Steve Albini. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And. I have always, I, I'm not, um, I'm among many who have always been like, please, even though I've heard it in streaming yeah. form and yeah. leaked little pieces and it's yeah. not as good as the finished product. And yeah. even Steve Albini will tell you that, but yeah. I've always like, man, it'd be awesome if they released them like side by side. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be cool. great. But you'll never get that. It just seems like he's like someone like Ian's probably just like, that's a stupid, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, reissuing stuff's stupid. Like we'll just put it back out because they've always been on. They've never not probably pressed a vinyl version of what they've done. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, just Discord in general. You know what I mean? So right, probably easy for them. I think to him, it's probably just more like, yeah, we'll just order it from the same pressing plant that we did it. You know what I mean? Like right, whenever somebody calls and needs a copy. But I mean, I think um, they're remastering everything. Like the like basically the entire catalog I believe is getting like remastered yeah. treatments. So like when they put one out, which undoubtedly they will, they'll remaster it and put it on, you know, maybe it's on some fun color or something like that. But yep. I think that's about as deluxe as you're gonna get from yeah, <laughs> Discord. So another one is um Teenage Fan Club's Grand Prix, and I actually think that Merge oh. reissued or no. I don't know that merge. I don't think I don't they know. have. I don't think Grand Prix has been. I don't think Grand Prix has, has been. Because it's I a have, major, major yeah. label one, isn't it? First one, right? Yeah, it was It was the one after Bandwagon-esque. Okay. And that has been reissued. I have, I have a reissue of that, which is cool because they gave you a little seven inch that came with it and a gate. Yeah. And I think... There's like three or four different versions of that seven inch. So there's like yep. a different song on each one or different couple songs. But I think Grand Prix is still owned by whoever, I guess it was Geffen at the time. But, Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's never been, it's never really had the oomph. Merge got the rest of, I think they got the rest of the catalog. Yeah. They don't have 13 though. I think 13 and, uh, Grand Prix, a couple of those like major label ones haven't really come back out yet. No, that would be those would be fun for yeah. sure. So the next one is a band that I think just needs I have their whole catalog reissued. It's not that big of a catalog, but um, but in particular, um, one album turns twenty five, but it's uh, Morphine. Oh, and yep. uh, the album that turns twenty five in twenty twenty is Yes. Um, yeah, which I actually found, I think I was at the used record store that like about a month ago, two months ago, maybe. And they had all those CDs, like all the morphine CDs, like three ninety nine. I was just like, but <laughs> just bought them all. I was like, <laughs> yes, I, I'll take them all. I love them. Right. Uh, and, but I don't, you know, I'm sure there's like, you know, first pressing copies floating around for a lot of money. I've never looked, but I think it's a lot. I, I think that band just needs like, <laughs> it kind of needs to be reintroduced to the culture of today to kind of point right. out the, how unique they were even in the nineties. You know what I mean? Right. And I got, I got cure for pain through the, from the uh, light in the attic reissue. Oh. Oh, okay. They reissued Cure for Paint, and I think they, I think they reissued. At one point, they reissued Yes, and it was super limited. Like they did, and and I think it ran, you know, it ran its course, and that was it. And I don't know why they didn't put it back in print. It was either them yeah. or Run Out Groove, one of the two, because um, Run Out Groove has the first one. Good. Okay. Um, but like the light in the attic version, actually, I'm looking at it right now. 
it's very nice like super glossy gatefold like yeah i should have gotten that it's it's still available i think it is um it's super nice and sounds great i really want yes um because it is a great record and i think you're totally right like i think people i think people don't fully i think a lot of people don't know who they were yeah i think so too uh, but also they don't fully, yeah, you can't, I think well, you also have to be in like a certain mood to listen to it. Like right. it's, it's sort of like a weird, I mean, it, I don't know. It's not like a, it's not like bummer, but it's definitely no. not like upbeat, but it's right. kind of dark, I guess is what yeah. I mean. Like yeah. a lot of it's just, it inhabits one, one corner of that but whole kind of beautiful thing. at the same time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's some of those sax solos that you're like, Whoa! This yeah. is awesome. Yep, totally agree. Uh, I'm okay. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. I might just pick up that. Uh, oh, it's gear for pain. So this, this I believe has been out, um, and I don't really even feel like talking about it. But um, <laughs> just, just for the sake of the list, uh, Smashing Pumpkins' Melancholy turns 25 this year. But I think that thing's been flogged already um, in a million ways. So I could be wrong on that, but. They, um, they themselves. There's a version of that out now. Yeah, that is like three or four discs. I mean, it's like a eighty dollar purchase or something. Yeah, like. no, it's expensive. Yeah, it's very something expensive. crazy. I mean, I got. Mean, I mean, it should be. I mean, how many CDs were in there? Like, was it a double disc? Double it CD. It was. It was a double CD, but yeah. it was like I think it was pushing. The limits of the double. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of music on there. Yeah, there is. Which I always argued. There's more than one person that I argued like you could kill half of that set and yeah. have a really great record. Yeah. But that 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 would probably mean I would have listened to the whole thing. <laughs> I just never. Right. I never it's just like it that. Uh, it's 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 hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do. <laughs> Uh, here's a fun one. <laughs> Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've been keeping up with my posting, my Instagram posting, but, uh, I have fallen back in love with my ladies of the nineties. Okay. So, fair. Like, uh, I have acquired some Tori Amos records. Yes. I did. Um, see that one. Alanis. I don't know if I can go there. She, yeah. There's there's a thing about her that bugs me and I don't even know what it is. Yeah. It's a it's a stylistic thing. It has it's all me. It's not yeah. her. Yeah. It's, it's me, Alanis, not you. You know you know what that album is? That album is like it's kind of like two in the morning. You've had a long night. You know, maybe you've been <laughs> right. celebrating a little too much, and somebody puts that album on and everyone <laughs> right. starts singing along, but no right. one really wants to admit they like it. You know right. what I mean? Like that's that's what that album is. Right. Um, but man, when that sucker came out, boy, that was a beast. Whoa. Huge. Whoa. Um, Huge. But I will say this. If they did reissue it, I, I yep. think people would. I, maybe it's already out. I don't know. I don't really follow much. I know she's doing that. like a. LP. She's doing a tour. A tour she's co- for she's that. She's coming here and um, Liz Fair is opening. And uh, I think awesome. somebody else like that, which should be interesting because I think it's like an acoustic tour. I don't think it's like a full band type thing. Wow. Because uh, like reimagined, do you know how they do that? Where it's like, right, oh, yep. okay. yeah. The other one I've fallen um, back in love with, uh, which I wasn't, I was and wasn't at the time, but Fiona Apple. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. yeah. I've like rekindled all the all the loves. Yeah, as one should. The yeah. um. So Allison Chain's self-titled record. Do you remember? I don't know what's. Allison Chains self-titled. self-titled. Yeah. Oh, that's the one with the like three-legged dog on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that one. Yeah, neither. <laughs> uh, here's some others. Uh, Oasis. What's the story? Morning Glory. I don't really know that that needs. Sure, hasn't that I've, been? It's 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 out and available. Um, yeah. Blurs the Great Escape. I think kind of same. Chemical mm-hmm. Brothers, Exit Planet Dust, same. That would be here's one. Here's fun. one that here's one that would be great for like a just a historical like how did they do it? But and I think it, there's a lot out there about it already. But D'Angelo's Brown Sugar, 
Oof. Uh, turns yep. 25. That yep. would be a fun one. That would be a really fun one, actually. Yep. Uh, Pavements, Wowie Zowie. That would be cool. Yeah. I think that they gave it like some sort of special treatment on the CD world at some yeah. point. I, I don't think remember it's available. When. I think you can buy the LPs of it, but yeah. um, it'd be fun to have because they were another one that like recorded, you know, record 200 songs and make a 10 album, yeah, 10 song album. True. And that's you're true. like, what about all the rest of it? Like, yeah, it's all right. Yep. <laughs> it was probably like uh, the greatest songs ever written. You're like, oh, good Lord. Uh, the Roots, do you want more? I imagine yes. they'll probably get, um, I do get want some more. nice nice treatment, and that will be fun. I actually think I have. I bought a box from a guy. Really, I'm going to tell a story here, and I, I yep. promise I'll keep it short. But I was <laughs> buying records at a garage sale, as Emily and I, and this old man was next to us. And he was like, you like records? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I've got a lot of records at my house. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I like buying records too. I'm like, okay. And he was like, why don't you come and look and see? I might have some I need to get rid of. So I was like, okay. And so I bought the records I was buying at the yard sale and then followed him to his house. Like with Emily and I followed him. And I was like, this is probably (laughs) bad. But we went in there and he had boxes of them. He was just kind of getting back into it. But he was like, whatever he wants, like five bucks each. And I bought all this Pink Floyd and like all this great stuff from him. And then he was like... And he was like, oh, there's like a box of like rap stuff outside if you want it. I don't want any of it. Like 30 bucks. And it had, so in there it had two Roots records. It had Ugh. a tri- it had a Tribe Called Quest. Um, it had uh, the Black Star album was in there. Wow. <laughs> I was like, and then there were a bunch of like, like, you know, exhibit singles or whatever. Right. You know, like 12 right. and stuff I don't need, but I've kind of offloaded some of that stuff, but um but yeah that's how i think i got that copy of um do you want more but that would be fun i'm sure quest 11 those guys are so kind of on top of like you know bringing it back into top of mind about how they made things i think that they would probably do that so yeah i've heard and i don't know if this has been clarified or not but and we haven't really broached the subject of the great uh universal fire but oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard that there is the possibility that some of that stuff, the OG tapes, are yeah. gone because oh, of yeah. that. For some of like the older, the original records that they were putting out. Gotcha. So I don't know if that's a thing. I don't true. know if it would affect. I mean, there's got to be copies of copies somewhere that they could, you know, make a a really good facsimile of yeah and get it out to the public because that's i mean yep. i guess at, the, at a point you have to decide whether that's the most important thing or having the <laughs> the original tape which you would never have because it yep. melted yeah because yeah. people are idiots like Here, here's one that i expect will get a some sort of treatment because if i find the cd or especially the cassette tape <laughs> of it it sells like crazy Bone Thugs E nineteen ninety nine. Yes, man. People uh, like scoop. People scoop that up, man. And I have. I can't give you any context or any reasoning why. I don't know anything about it. I'm just telling you. Right. It's just. It's. It's great. Is that the? That's the. That's the big one, right? That's the one. Um, what is that? Was Crossroads on that one? I feel like it was, but I could be wrong. It could be the one after that. Hold on, I'm looking. I feel like it was it was, that was the guy. Also, while we're bum 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 bum, <laughs> while we're go ahead, <laughs> while we're searching, is yeah, you're right. It is. It's on the there. big one, right? Yeah. Also, it, everything everything the is spelled T H A, so it's yeah. the crossroads and yep. first of the month. <laughs> <laughs> And I miss my Uncle Charles. I miss yeah. my Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> oh, so good. It was a big song, man. Gonna miss everybody. <laughs> uh, so, another, another, this, this may or may not be on the list. I don't know. Um, Blind Melon Soup. Is that on there? Oh, it's not on here. Is that 25? I, think it's I 25. don't know. The only reason I ask is because for some reason I have completely 
like gone over the moon for that song Galaxy. Yeah. All over again. Like, I don't even think I liked it originally. Or if I did, I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want them to know. Because <laughs> I was like weird about my blind melon. Like, I was like, I don't know about these dudes. They seem like they're trying to. Yeah, so that was released in 95, August 95. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Right after I graduated. Oof. Horrifying. Um, but yeah, uh, that record would be a fun one. And I know that it's, would been, be. it's been it's, released by I think it has, like, yeah. Music on Vinyl or somebody. But Yeah, like, I think so. I would love to have it. Like So those... That's a big one. Two and then maybe I guess the Nico one. I I have just sort of a weird soft spot for all those records. I, right. I cannot explain it. I sure. think that if that Shannon Hunet died, I think they would be like one of the biggest. Yes. Like, especially like with like the hippie jam band scene. Man, right. those guys would be huge. Like they would have, they would have been a band that just never went away. You know what I mean? So that was the thing about like Soup. I think at the time in context, it seemed weird to. Yeah, I'm looking at the kid. Wikipedia. It came out eight weeks before he died. So right, yeah, because Nico was posthumously. Right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, in the context of them existing when they did to the rock and roll kids like me, I thought they were just like some weird hippie thing. Yeah. Like even though I loved. And again, I didn't, I didn't really broadcast this because I was like, I don't know what's going on with these guys, but I really like that one song. I didn't really care about No Rain or whatever, but uh, what was the song Tones of Home? Tones of Home's great. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. I really um, don't not. I really like every song on the record. Right, and now I, I can't explain now it. listening to it, I put it on for some reason the other day at work, and I was just like, because it opens with that like instrumental little or the little bluesy thing and then it yeah. goes into galaxy and i was like yeah. this song is so good <laughs> it was like so I mean, perfectly awesome like i know why was this not the biggest thing on earth i mean it was really big but wasn't it wasn't to the level of the bands around them like no, uh, it's just crazy and that guy's voice is insane like yeah it's insane i mean it's just sad but so two that i think uh are already out i don't know that they need too much deluxe stuff, but Matthew Sweet's 100% fun. That one just came out, I think, right? That was just reissued. Uh, yes. What is that? Intervention Records, which uh, uh, could be, yeah. Because uh, I've got Girlfriend from them. Oh, that, okay. I got the expanded edition of Girlfriend. Okay, maybe which 100% is... fun hasn't been. I may, I, for some reason, I mixed up Girlfriend and 100% fun right no, now. No, no, I think they did a full, they did Girlfriend. 100% fun and uh, Altered Beast, all oh, three. Okay. Cool. I think I've heard that Intervention Records is not doing so great. Yeah. May or may not be a thing, but they, that, they need an intervention. <laughs> yes. Because uh, their whole thing was like, we're going to get all these great records, original tapes, do it up right, yeah. super great packaging, the whole thing, which they did. That girlfriend is absolutely stunning. Yeah. But it costs a lot of money to do that. And yeah. I think the sales are probably not where they need them to be. I also got a Marshall Crenshaw record that they redid. Huh. Um, and it's really great, but it's like how many other people are buying that Marshall Crenshaw? Record? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I don't know, but the hundred percent fun is out of print. Like, I don't know if they didn't press as many and people did buy it and now it's gone, but it, they keep, their site is always like, yeah, it's coming back. Don't worry. But it has not come back. I gotten there yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, another album that turned 25 and uh, is uh, Cloud Taste Metallic Flaming Lips. Yes. Uh, which I, I own a copy of it. I think it's just like a generic whatever reissue that I probably just. Yeah, they up. just repressed that. Yeah. But it um, definitely could use a I would take a deluxe of that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love that record. So here's some that, uh, yeah, that record's great. Here I always throw throw a track off there when I'm DJing. Um, oh. So here's here's like four more that were uh, that I'm pretty sure have been reissued, and mm-hmm. so don't really have to go down that way because 
you know, what's the difference between a 20 year reissue, a 15 year reissue and a 25, you know what I mean? But, um, right. about so 50 the, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sonic Youth's washing machine turns 25. Ooh. Um, uh, Liz Fair's exit in Guy, Guyville, which I think most of her stuff's getting a lot of deluxe fleshed yeah. up, which is great. Um, yeah. Hums, you prefer an astronaut, which, uh, I think there's always a market for those that they press anymore, but I've got the like black and white version that came out a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and then Rancid's and out come the wolves, which they did a 20 year and I bought that one. And, um, yeah, it's not, I mean, I'm just a sucker for that record for some reason. And right. Rancid in general, I just think they're a goofy fun band. So what's the deal with, uh, you'd prefer an astronaut. Do you know? Uh, like, I why do they know. have? Why were they able to get the okay? Or, I guess I wonder if it's a contractual thing. Like they owned, uh, the other one. <laughs> well, that's what and makes you wonder if. That like that's what that makes you wonder if, um, Howard Heavenward was really approved. Right, right. Does that make sense? Because you you can't really get it in stores, like. You know what right. I mean? Like they may have just snuck that one under the radar, right? Just because they had, they still had the tape. They probably did. <laughs> yeah, and they don't happen to have the tape for you for an astronaut. Maybe not. Maybe not. Right. So. Yeah, um, I pre-ordered. I I was a sucker, and I pre-ordered one from the company that is going to repress it. Uh, SRC vinyl, which is like I read a bunch of really shady things about them and i was like well we'll see and i still am waiting it's like it literally keeps getting moved back like every time the release date comes up it gets moved back and i've contacted them like 800 times um and this time they're seemingly sticking to their date but i feel sort of bad but also i really want to copy that record so well the src vinyl is the version i have that's who pressed that one how did how did it sound uh it's okay it's yeah it's like half white half black right this one is like um, sea glass i think so yeah 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 um i mean it's just fun to have it on right an lp um right there's a couple of little like fuzzy parts but that could also just because it just needs i just need to give it a good cleaning or whatever so sure um but yeah i found it in a record store used in murfreesboro and i was like boo hey taking that yeah. one so I mean, I think this thing new is, I think I paid $21 or something like it's, yeah. you know, so it's like, yeah, okay. I, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't send it this time, I'll just be like, give me my money back. <laughs> so yeah, that's, a, it's weird since they've already charged you for it. Uh, I will say that I, uh, while we're on the reissue conversation, I will say I broke down and ordered all the polvos from merge. Oh, you got the three, the three jammer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I waited too long and didn't do it. <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> I I was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. And literally an hour later, I was like, I have to do it. So I don't. I have like zero. I have Polvo uh, seven inches, but like mm-hmm. I don't have any LPs. So right. Um. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I'll get them. And then I have them because I got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a lot of the. Uh, like when they did the archers reissues yep. and got all those and I got the sugar ones and they yep. all turned out great. So I was yep. just like, I was always glad that I just bought all those when they came out. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? So I, I must say the one reason that I didn't, and this is a total, this is the artwork. <laughs> uh, no, the vinyl itself. Yeah. I didn't want the like mixy weird. I was just, I was just like, what, why can't it just be, black <laughs> i know i know that's the that's and i was like gonna i know be it's the thing like no it's not i mean some of that stuff i have a box set a 200 dollars box set of all the slater kenny stuff yeah and they put them on all these crazy colors and i up paid for the you know i paid more for the colored versions and they don't right. sound good <laughs> like there's right one side that's like really bad and uh yeah I've got a Dinosaur Junior record that's brown that doesn't sound good. And I got a Yoa yeah. Kingo orange one that doesn't sound good. So a lot of times I do like 
get a little nervous when it's colored or whatever, but um, yeah, but yeah, I just kind of pulled the trigger on that one. So. Well, I, I, they when they put out that first, first thing that was supposed to be for like the merge thirty subscribers or whatever, they yeah. have, they had a copy of Bull City. I think they finally sold it, and I was like, I'd see it and just be like, all right, next time I come in, if it's here, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> And the last time I went in, it, what I didn't see it on the wall, and I was like, "I'll look in the bin," because <laughs> because I, I I'd missed the bundle, and I was like, "If I can find this one, then I'll get the other two. And I yeah, didn't yeah. see it, and I was like, "Okay, good. I'm just I'm just gonna stop because I as much as I want them, I'm like it just I was like, why didn't you just put them on a normal? Maybe I'll ask Mac. Yeah, well, I'll find him be think- like, why'd you do that? It's the same thing with like you know a lot of sub pop. They have like the loser edition. That's just a right. different version, you know. So, right. Um, you know, and I hate to say it, but those will, if you're someone that cares about what the value may be down the road, those probably will sure. be more valuable, regardless of the way they sound, just because uh, the way they absolutely. Look, you know I mean, so. But I will say though that all the so the the um, one of the archers is green. One is clear. Yeah, forget what the other one is. And then the sugars. Oh, those may just be black. I can't remember. But I will say all I know for a fact that all the archers are love because I wear them out. They uh, yep. they all sound good. So I figured eh, knowing it's merged, like it's probably a good chance right. that they're going to going to turn out. OK, you know. Right. So. And this brings us to the most important question. Yep. If you if you get vinyl in color, what is your favorite color? Or do you have? Uh, I can tell you my least favorite. My least it? favorite is clear or white. Really? And I'll tell you why. Because yep. if I want to DJ with it, I can't see the songs. <laughs> Fair. I can't see where the, uh, the the grooves are enough to like find the songs. It's actually really, like, I, listen, I'm not kidding. I had this Slater Kenny record, and I was so excited. I was the first time I really DJed out in public with records <laughs> was at record store day at Grimey's. And I'm like, cool. And I grab the Slater Kenny record. And I'm like, oh man, it's white. I can't see. I'm just having to drop the needle randomly until I find the song and then kind of back it up just enough. Like it's a, it's a thing, you know? Right. So those are my least favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Do you have a favorite color? Um, I, because I do not DJ, I love the clear. There you go. It's there a thing. Go. Um, I also love. I feel like any any of the like like a blue like I have a I have a Marky Moon reissue. Yeah. It's in like clear it's like blue, but it's yeah. like see through blue, you know? Nice. Yeah. Translucent blue guy. Uh and yeah. then like adventures in red. Uh but it's like I like any of the translucent colors. Yeah, it is. But it's if I'm gonna go if I'm gonna go all the time no matter what uh i mean black is pretty awesome yeah. yeah yeah least favorite is definitely the split color i'm not a fan <laughs> yeah I, what's funny is that one's actually kind of hard to dj with too um, yeah i can imagine uh, and um yeah and you know the starbursty whatever kind of crazy ones those are fine but like i said right several a couple of them i've got you know like sometimes like like the Yellow Tingo one I bought, I can't remember the name of it. It was one of their most recent ones, and it was like an indie store only. So I got it at Grimey's, and it was right. orange. I was like, great, cool, right. kind of supporting the store and getting a different color or whatever. And, yeah, there's a couple fuzzy spots. Like I said, I, I will say I haven't gone in and, like, cleaned it. So maybe it's just some fuzz left over from being in the packaging too long or whatever. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I got, um, uh, I think I bought a that last Bat for Lashes record at, a store and it was unbeknownst to me it didn't really have a it had a very very small sticker that i didn't even see about the color and uh-huh. it was like a weird like spattery guy it's like clear with like red white and black yep. spatter yep. or something yep. and i was like what the <laughs> yeah crazy. and i was very wary i was like oh boy if i put this thing on it doesn't sound good. i'm gonna be so mad but yeah again i feel like they're getting a little bit better with it because it did yeah. sound okay so good good um so that's the list we we made it through um made it through 25 years <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there's like a million things that left off but it's okay um, so i uh 
I know of one thing that I need to go out and try to pick up this week because a, a store ordered it for me. But is there anything in particular that you're hoping to stumble on in the in the in, uh, the, in the wild in the wild? Um, I would love, and I, I think I told you about this. I've been preaching the gospel of uh, Grace Jones uh, and yeah. her and her strange uh, early '80s catalog. Yep. Um, I think I saw, and I'll probably go there, and I won't be there, and I'll think I'm crazy again. But I think there's one of them. It's called Night Clubbing, yeah. um, which has one of the greatest record covers of all time. It's just like this weird stretched out Grace Jones with like yeah. a cigarette in her mouth, <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. Um, I think they have a copy of it at Carolina Soul, which nice. I would love to maybe pick up. But um, in particular, it's called uh, My Life. I think is the name of it that has uh my jamaican guy which is right. the song that became doing it well for a local yeah. day yeah um which is like i had always thought that was a sample but i didn't realize it was like literally just like cut and pasted like <laughs> we just took the intro to the song and made it our song like it's crazy yep. but, uh, it. but yeah i love that stuff i've like i've become a huge fan so yeah nice yeah what's your uh what's your thing you got coming in Oh, it's um. Oh, why am I spacing on the name? It's the second television record. Um, oh, adventure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, um, uh, the uh, lady who works at um, Luna Records uh, was saying she had a she had the red version and the black version. Yeah. And um, she was saying about she was like rarely she she owned both. So she had the OG and then the red reissue yeah. from Rhino. She was kind of making a post that rarely do you find a reissue that sounds as good as the you know the ogs and so some people need to just relax a little bit on their og right you know f- being fanatics about it and yep. uh and then she was like you know i'm only gonna keep one of these so i put on there i was like well i'll take i'll take either one if you know yeah because i've been looking for a copy because yep. there's a song in there in particular i'd love to throw into a dj set and i can't remember mm-hmm. off the top of my head which song that is but uh, and so she said, okay, great. She's like, well, my store, uh, my employee's taking one copy. I'm keeping the other, but uh, I'll let you know if I get another one in. And so then I got a note from her last week. I think it was like Thursday. said, oh, I got your television in. So I'm like, oh, cool. So uh, make a lunch lunch trip out to uh, um, out to Franklin and pick that yeah. up. So that'll be a good one. Which, uh, do you know which one she got? Uh, I think it's the Rhino. I think it's yeah. the Rhino Red reissue because I, I told her I was like I'm not really stressed out about buying an OG copy. Like I'll, right. the Red Rhino is fine because I think it's more like like sixteen dollars versus yes. like <laughs> <laughs> yes it is whatever the OG would be. So um, and I'd been eyeing the Rhino reissue for a while. And I was yeah. like, uh, and I was just like, oh, maybe I'll just find a copy in a store, which is silly because you never do. But um, right. But yeah, so I'll be excited to go pick it that is, one up. So. I, I have, I got both of those like right after I got the turntable, actually. I yeah. bought Marquee Moon and then right after that red uh, reissue came out for Adventure and I was like, and Marquee Moon was on like blue or something. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh God, come on. I can't yeah. not do this. Yeah. But uh, they are, they do sound real good. Yeah, so. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm sort of, uh, I have really no idea if there's anything random I want to stumble on. Um, yeah, I think for the next episode, I'll tell you my Hootie and the Blowfish story. How does that sound? Oh, it sounds good. I <laughs> cannot wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well then we'll just leave that cliffhanger there. So awesome. All right, man. Well, this was fun. Um, yeah. I hope you have a good week. We'll chat you too, next man. week. All right, buddy. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.